0: Hello, this is Linda McDonald, and I am the NSH Poster Committee Chair. On behalf of the NSH, I am excited to share with you the 2019 NSH Poster Podcast Series. This program features live interviews with NSH poster presenters that shared their science and research during the 45th Annual NSH Symposium Convention. We hope each episode will give you the chance to learn more about the exciting work being done across the field of histotechnology, even if you are not able to be with us in New Orleans. Thanks to the new digital format of the posters, sponsored in part by the Journal of Histotechnology, NSH members also have access to a PDF copy of each poster via the block. Thanks for listening, and enjoy!
1: Hi, this is Susan Clark, and I'm sitting with Josh Greenlee to talk about his poster, and it, his poster is called Conventional versus Tissue Tech Express A, the 120 Rapid Tissue Processing, a Blind Comparison Study Using Large Surgical Tissues. That's awesome. Very interesting uh, topic. Why is this topic so important?
2: As we all know working in the lab, and I've worked many years in the lab, uh, turnaround time has become a huge uh, obstacle, and and especially for some of these labs that are consolidating, maybe they have a lot of logistical concerns because they're getting tissue from maybe all over their city or all over their state. Uh, Even for the smaller labs, it's a competitive edge. Everyone wants, and and we all know pathologists always want all our tissues yesterday. So some of it is a turnaround time. Uh, The other big driver is the standardization and the quality. We can't just speed things up and jeopardize the quality of the tissue. We need to be able to do everything efficiently. And that's that combination of being able to get a fast turnaround time, but also maintaining the high quality of the tissue as well. Uh, so that's what we want to do comparing here that traditional conventional format that we've been doing for years and years and years often a lot of the times overnight uh versus something that can be done rapid and continuous what
1: what is the first thing that you want people to see when they look at your poster
2: uh the first thing is uh, we don't have to do what we've always done. Uh, that was, that's hopefully the message that we get from the poster. Uh, we have a couple others, a similar kind of message. Uh, we, in histology, sometimes get stuck in that same pattern. Uh, we're, we're creatures of habit. Uh, I'm the same way, I'm, I'm not different, but uh, just because we've always done it that way doesn't mean that it's always the best, most efficient, uh, or highest quality way. Uh, this was an example to, to show that comparison between this is how we've always done it, but this is how we can go forward in the future and do things and have a lot of significant benefits for doing it. So that would be the, the key I would hope people come away with their processing.
1: Were there any surprises when you were doing your research? There's always some
2: surprises. Uh-huh. Uh, some of the surprises, especially when we're dealing with the large tissue, uh, as a poster uh, covers uh, the hospital that it did breast, colon, lung, different types of uh, kidney with tumor or normal, tonsil. There's a large uh, variation between the qualities of the tissues and especially when we're talking about breast, Uh, Fatty tissue is the bane of the histologist's existence. So Uh, The real surprise is, uh, can we do all these tissues, especially these larger, thick tissues? uh, Some of them are up to four millimeters, four and a half millimeters in thickness. Can we do those with uh, the speed and efficiency that we expect out of our Express processor and still maintain that high quality results? And uh, we were pleasantly surprised uh, and very excited. I know internally we, we knew we could do it, but to be able to do it in a real live hospital site. And have uh, six different pathologists to be able to look at all those tissues and compare them for the H&E quality as well as IHC quality was great. It was it was awesome.
1: That sounds really promising uh, yeah. for the histology uh, department to because breasts are always an issue. They're right. Either too thick, too you know they're never too thin.
2: Never yeah, too thin. <laughs> never never too thin. <laughs> so
1: and then you you know you get into the. Uh, problem of reprocessing exactly and and with all the guidelines and everything out there you want to do it right the first time yeah
2: because reprocessing not only takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of uh, people effort but every time we reprocess tissue we're degrading the quality of that tissue it's never gonna be as good as it could have been the first time around so if we can avoid that risk and we can prevent that from happening in the first place Not only is it going to save us a lot of time, it's going Mm -hmm. to save us a lot of frustration, our pathologists are going to be happier, and we're going to uh, be able to do a much better uh, quality that first time around versus having to do it again. When
1: somebody walks away from your poster, what, in three to five words, what do you think they should think about?
2: Uh, We can do this better, uh, is is I hope what people take away. Processing uh, traditionally has been one of those areas where it creates a bottleneck. We're typically batching these large groups of stuff together, some tissues that we could have already gone through processing if we could do it on a smaller batch, uh, and then we just wait uh, because those processing schedules take a really long time. Uh, as a poster, uh, this was their uh, validated protocol for these large tissues, was an eight-hour protocol. So for eight hours, that laboratory is just waiting. They can't embed, they can't cut, they can't stain, they can't go to IHCs. It's just waiting in a bowl uh, on the processor. By going to the Express, not only being able to do it continuously, but cutting that down to a two and a half hour process, uh, that's five and a half hours uh, that they were able to move those tissues up. In fact, with this new process, they were able to not only have those tissues processed, but embedded, cut, stained, and ready to go to the pathologist before those tissues would have even come off uh, on their traditional conventional run. So that's a, a huge advantage, especially for those larger tissues or some of those tissues that require a lot of IHC. If the pathologist gets to see those tissues earlier, they also get to order their IHCs earlier. Then we can get that stuff rolling and all together in terms of the patient, high quality for the patient, but they're not waiting around for, you know, days or multiple days for that diagnosis. They're able to get that information back and hopefully their peace of mind that everything is okay. Yes. Uh, but if not, they can start on their treatment uh, plan uh, much quicker. So that's the hopefully the benefit.
1: So when processing the different size tissues, the breast, say the GI biopsies, um, and its continuous throughput. Do do they all go on a different program
2: or yeah. how so does it's a that work? Very good question. So the Express is very simple, simple and it's been uh, standardized to two programs. There is a standard program, uh, and then we're all used to that nickel thickness, uh, right. so that normal grossing thickness, anything that thickness or less, that includes all your biopsies, GI biopsies, that cervical biopsies, things like that. That's gonna go on the standard program, and that's actually a shorter program than in the poster. That's about an hour program. Uh, now, when you're ready to start doing your large tissue, then we're gonna switch it to the extended program. Uh, and on that extended program, which is what they did at the hospital, uh, that's a two hour uh, a processing program, and then there's 30 minutes in what we call the pre-processing solution that's in the loading station. And that uh, it's gonna keep it, uh, hydrated or, or wet, so it's not going to dry out when it's waiting uh, to go on to the next step, and it's also starting some of the dehydration process to it. Uh, with that, uh, you can load a new uh, run of up to 40 cassettes about every 40 minutes on that extended program, uh, and on the standard program it's even quicker, I can load a new group of over 40 cassettes every 20 minutes. Wow. So on one machine, I could have three to four runs going all simultaneously. Uh, because all of the reagents are segregated in their own retorts, uh, so we also don't have to stop to do a clean cycle in between. The paraffin is always ever in the paraffin station, so we don't have to clean the bowl out before we start our next run, so the combination of the, the speed on that, so we would segregate the small tissues which a lot of labs are doing now for uh, like a biopsy run on a conventional run we would do the same thing on express and then the larger tissue uh that would normally go on a routine or maybe a fatty run on a conventional processor would go on the extended program on the express wow that's
1: that's really fascinating and to think about it i mean it changes the whole dynamics of your histology it
2: really does
1: you know your shifts the, the
2: yeah uh i have the the fortunate benefit uh the express line of processors we're on our second generation now has been out for almost 15 years and before i came to my position now i worked at a high throughput lab and, and i used this personally for almost 12 years so uh, it definitely changes your workflow but it's a very positive change uh, for example the lab that we worked at there was a lot of work coming in from various areas around the state as well as around town uh, if it came from uh, Northern Arizona, uh, we were, I was in Phoenix uh, in the, during winter time, uh, snow, you don't know when the courier is going to come in. Uh, if we had that regimented conventional processing schedule, that courier might miss that schedule or I would have to delay that schedule in order to put those, that run on and that means I'm already starting a delay for the next day. With the Express, with the ability to be able to load every 20 minutes on that standard or every 40 minutes on the extended, uh, I have plenty of flexibility. So if that courier's 30 minutes late, no problem, I'm ready to go, it gives me the flexibility to run that. Uh, So a lot of advantage in terms of workflow, but you're exactly right. It also changes how you position your people. We're used to now traditionally, you might put 150 or 250 cassettes into one bowl on the processor, comes off maybe four o'clock five o'clock in the morning and you need to have two three maybe four embedding stations and multiple people sitting in those seats to embed that large bolus of work we've essentially created these bottlenecks that go through the process with the express we don't have to wait until we have a 100 or 150 or 200 so if we have 5 10 11, up to 40, ready to go, they can get on the process, move from point A to point B to point C much faster, which also means that embedding, I don't need to have three or four people embedding. Uh, I only have maybe 30 or 40 coming off at a time. I could have maybe one person embedding, easily keep up with that workflow, and now those other people could be doing things like Microtomy or ICS things. So it definitely levels out your workflow. Uh, it's a change yes sometimes we're not too happy about changes uh, <laughs>
1: well, we, we tend to like things the same and exactly change is always difficult but. yeah
2: uh, but it's it, once you get into it, it it's very positive change uh, and it definitely takes a lot of that load off the uh, shoulders especially yeah. nowadays I mean we have a A lot of labs are having uh, hard times in areas of the country finding histotechs. I always joke, uh, we're like the magic elves of the (laughs) laboratory world. Uh, There's not a lot of us uh, out there, and and our PR isn't always uh, as good as some of the other laboratory uh, professions, so we don't always have a a real influx of new people coming in, too. So uh, it helps in multiple ways to be able to level that workload out and uh, take some of the weight off the people's shoulders.
1: So uh, in going back and talking, with people over the years um, there's been a conversation about the thickness of the tissue yes and uh, in in our laboratory we have PAs that slice and dice and you know they you know, as thick as your head sometimes. You
2: know? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the, the residents are often like, the ones that get picked on the most too. Right. Because you know they're going through in only a temporary fashion, and then next thing you know, they're cutting five millimeter pieces of tissue and they're cramming it into the cassette, and it gets those grill marks on the top. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely an issue, and that's a unfortunately universal issue. That's not any good for conventional processing, and it's definitely not any good for rapid processing either. Uh, so what we've done uh, for the express processor we've actually developed some grossing tools as well uh, we have some grossing wells uh, that uh, have a preset uh, thickness uh, depths uh, with the gauges so we can uh, set the depth of that well to exactly two millimeters or two and a half millimeters uh, and then uh, using a tamper and a blade guide we're able to cut those sections so those tissues even for large awkward tissues can be easily cut down to that uh, nice uh, grossing thickness we've all been taught for years and years and years that we've kind of escaped from Uh, and we also have uh what we call grossing forks Uh, those are for those awkward uh tubular type tissues some of your colons and things like that and it works almost just like your dinner fork goes into the tissue and there's a preset thickness uh, between the tines of the the forks you cut on either side of the forks and it'll be exactly one and a half millimeters or two and a half millimeters because it really starts with the upstream if 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 that thickness as you mentioned is not good uh, it's going to prevent the fixation a lot of the times from being adequate processing can be affected negatively then it makes it difficult then uh when it comes to sectioning for for microtomy and then of course your staining and your ihcs can be uh, hindered because of that too so if we can get it right up front the whole stream works much better down down the line right so.
1: so did you have any uh pushback as far as uh, since you've been working with this for so long, so uh, obviously the PAs or whoever's doing the residents, doing the gross, you you have to spend time with them to get them on board. And and how was that? I mean, was there a lot of resistance or?
2: Uh, As we talked about earlier, anytime there's a change, you're always gonna see some resistance and there's always gonna be some small hurdles to climb. Uh, But really it comes down to, as you said, training. Uh, and explaining that this is how it's supposed to be done. We're not asking them to do anything different than what is supposed to be good practice. Okay. Uh, so. You just have to remind them that you know this is good practice and then we try to give the tools to make doing that good practice even easier. And with that combination and once people get used to it and they can eye, hey, okay, that's what that nickel thickness is supposed to really be, uh, then uh, it, it becomes second nature to them. It becomes part of the normal process. So there is a bit of a learning curve some people are a little more stubborn than others, right. but ultimately, especially from the pathologist side of, when they're starting to see their tissues coming out with a better quality uh, and, and and quicker turnaround time, uh, they understand and they can see easily the benefits of it, and then and then that pushback goes away.
1: Yeah. yeah, a lot of times the PAs, the residents may see the end results, but the PAs don't, and so they don't get that understanding, which you, is so you, important.
2: You're right. Unfortunately, there is sometimes that. separation between uh, the grossing and histology in some cases or the grossing and then the end result uh, on it whether it's turnaround time or even on the quality and uh, that's where we all do try to do a better job in terms of communication to bring that because we're all a cog in that overall machine to get that final result and uh, all the cogs have to work together and they have to know what notch they fit in with the next cog Uh, and sometimes We get really busy, and sometimes we don't have that opportunity to always go back, but uh, that's something communication-wise we could do a better job in some cases to make sure that everyone's aware of this is how your job affects the overall process. And when they can get that buy-in and they know how they fit in, uh, it makes it much easier to make those changes.
1: If you had to do a follow-up project, what would
2: it be? Follow-up project would be uh, more tissues, more tissue types. Now, I've, I've lived it, so I know what it's like, but it's a much different thing when we can put it on uh, a scientific poster, and you can have all those uh, controls uh, done, and, and you can uh, lay it all out. Uh, I would like to do much more of that, uh, much more uh, pathologist uh, feedback. Uh, it's been out for a long time. It's been vetted for a long time. But to be able to list that and have that down on paper and hear more comments, like we heard for in this case, where the pathologist said, "Yeah, we couldn't tell the difference uh, between the conventional and the rapid." I would like to have hundreds of those pathologists saying all the same thing, and uh, we're, we'll be growing and getting to that to that point. Uh, and we'd like to have it all documented in in, in the scientific uh, paper. So uh, that's, that's the next step.
1: All right, that sounds good. Is there anything else you would like to tell us today about your poster and the research that you've done?
2: Uh, Definitely check it out because as I've already said multiple times, we don't have to be stuck in the same way we've always done things. There's plenty of uh, new technologies and and really interesting innovations that have been coming out to allow us to do our job more efficiently, uh, have better turnaround time, and then most importantly be able to do it with better quality. If we can uh, uh, reduce or eliminate the risk, uh, we can simplify our processes and we can have good processes going forward. Uh, I, we can do a lot of uh, new and exciting things with the histology and because of just the environmental uh, concerns and, and the number of people that are coming in and we're always asked to do more with less. Right. And, and Those pathologists are st- <laughs> never going to stop asking for their slides yesterday. Yes. So. Uh, The more we can do to make that process easier on ourselves and more efficient with higher quality, the the better off uh, we can. So, uh, And instruments and technology like uh, R-Express is is a way to be able to do some of that. That
1: sounds great. Well, thank you very much. It's very interesting uh, research, and I look forward to perhaps exploring it in my own laboratory uh, for the future.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, too. I appreciate it.
0: In conclusion, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the 2019 NSH Poster Podcast Series. Hope to see you in Reno. Cha-ching!